Welcome to another episode of Talk More Talk, Solo Beatles video cast, where we talk about John, Paul, George, and Ringo, uh, a solo artist after the split of the Beatles, and uh, sometimes the Beatles too, depending on what's coming out. Like, I think we're going to be doing a Let It Be stuff, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, later on. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we got a good topic, and you know what that is, John Lennon, Plastic Ono Band, the deluxe set that came out, and there it is, as Tom is uh, demonstrating for us. Uh, I can always count on Tom to have it there. So uh, I already mentioned Tom. Well, uh, first myself, Joe Mayo. You probably know me from my channel on YouTube, Mean Mr. Mayo. Uh, and I have a show called Fab Gab that I've started to do and starting out with ranking some tracks uh, in favorite order, you know. So uh, let's talk about uh, that later on at the end of the show. Right now, I'll introduce... My co-host to start out with, of course, uh, she's on a vacation and she's supposed to be relaxing. I don't see the guys with the leaves on the islands uh, or the masseuse over there giving That's... the queen, you know, the attention she deserves. Yeah. You know, she's vacationing uh, on the islands in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. uh, what are they again? Kit? The Turks and Caicos Islands. The Turks and Caicos Islands. Mm -hmm. You can say Caribbean or Caribbean, whichever way you you like to say it. <laughs> whichever you prefer. <laughs> you know, she's tomato. Uh, yeah. Let's call the whole thing <laughs> off. off. Yeah. Let's, let's, not, let's, not, <laughs> let's not do that. She has uh, some books that you know a couple of them by now. Uh, songs we were singing, guided tours through the Beatles' lesser-known tracks, and also Michael Jackson FAQ. But her latest book, and uh, you have it, Tom, because I got it here. I left that one for you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I can't do the all the heavy lifting around here. Come on. <laughs> the act you've known for all these years, Fandom and the Beatles, uh, edited by Kenneth Womack and Kid O'Toole. That's her new uh, book that she has out there. Kid O'Toole. Welcome, Kit. Hello, everybody. Greetings from the islands. I'm sitting uh, on the porch here. I'm looking out at the ocean, although I can't really see it. It's it's completely dark here, but uh, <laughs> it's about 75 degrees, and it's, it's really nice, really uh, great. So uh, so hello, everybody. Hey, we okay, all there. you. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and what, what are you drinking there? <laughs> but, well, normally it'd be a rum punch, but I've, uh, I've had a number of those so far while we're here. So, uh, so you know, have to be sharp for this. Uh, have to be sharp for this I was, show. I was looking for something a little more tropical. I but know, okay. but gotta yeah. gotta be on my toes for this. Maybe they have like mango coke or something. Like yeah, this. really. Mm, something like that. Next up, he's the radio guru. Okay, I'm gonna call him. 
for many decades now. <laughs> he has been hosting his syndicated radio program, Every Little Thing. Uh, and, of course, he has his Beatles podcast, Things We Said Today, and a fairly new YouTube channel, Ken Michaels Radio. Uh, and he's none other than Ken Michaels. Welcome, Ken. Hey, Joe. Hey, everybody. Hey, I fans. Like that, the guru. <laughs> I like that. That's a new one. He's trying to think I of like something that. different. Uh, the That's guru. Good. Radio, like the that. radio guru. And last but not least, as we said, I don't usually leave Tom last, but I'm trying to shake it up a little bit here. I'm tired of poor Ken always being the last one that I mentioned. <laughs> uh, co-host, along with Andy Nichols, of uh, the Paul McCartney video cast, Two Legs. Uh, and he knows Maca front, backwards, and sideways. Oh. Here he is. Tom Hanyadi. Hello, Tom. Hello, everybody. Everybody out there listening. And can't wait to talk about uh, some John Lennon tonight. And Ken, Kit, and Joe, it's always good to see you guys. Okay. Be sure to leave your comments, folks, what you think of this uh, new release that's out here. If you have it, if you, if you heard it on you know on social media or something we're going to get into it right after ken michaels uh treats us to some news so ken okay. let's go for it all right let's start with news about the plastic on all band <laughs> which has re-entered the billboard album charts at number 94 it is also the number 11 album on the official physical albums charts top 100 in the uk which is compiled by the official charts company based on sales of CDs, downloads, vinyl, and weighted audio streams. Hmm. I like the way they word that. And the Plastic Ono <laughs> Band is number two on the UK's physical albums chart based on sales of vinyl, CD, and other formats. So I guess that's everything but digital. Hmm. Uh, no showing so far for the McCartney 3 Imagine release, which at the moment is strictly being sold as a digital release. It's physical release on vital and CD comes in July. I think that's when you'll probably see it on the charts, Ken. Okay, but then all the real hardcore fans who really want to hear it, they right. had to get it this way. Yeah, true. You would have thought it would have made a small dent. Anyway, a new video was made for the Elements mix of Hold On. Have you guys seen this? Not yet. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, well, it's a very simple idea. It's taking the front cover of the Plastic Ono Band album and having it look like John and Yoko are there up against a tree, as we've always seen it, mm. and the tree's leaves move, and occasional light shines through, but John and Yoko stay still. Mm. They oh. never move. Oh. It's like you're looking at them from a distance, you know, oh, nice. over the course of the two minutes of the song. So they're holding on. They just... That's exactly, yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly what they're doing. Well, it's a beautiful song, a simple song, and should yeah. be why not a simple video for yeah, it? Absolutely. Mm. It really sounds like something Yoko would come up with as an idea. Mm. Actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago, Ringo Starr and Barbara Box celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary, and on that day, a nice surprise came from a member of Ringo's Roundheads, Gary Burr who went on his Facebook page congratulating Ringo and Barbara and with his wife, Georgia Middleman, performed the song, Imagine Me There. A great love song from Ringo's Ringo Rama album from 2003. Ringo wrote the song with Mark Hudson and Gary Burr. Very sweet of Gary to do this. That's a highlight, that, that, that song. That's a highlight of, his, of those years for Ringo, I think. I think that's one of his best. Mm -hmm. Certainly. And there was plenty of real great ones from the Mark Hudson period. 
Mm-hmm. Ringo appeared on Stephen Colbert's show, not last Friday, the week before that. It's funny. He was on his show <laughs> a few weeks ago to announce and promote his new EP, Zoom In. What appeared on that Friday was from the same taping, but not aired in the first broadcast. For a laugh, Stephen had him uh, do a questionnaire of 15 light, silly questions for Ringo. Uh, one of which, Stephen said, you get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. What is it? Ringo answered, come together. Okay. It was pretty good. Uh, it was not bad. I, I liked the, the title, the Colbert Questionnaire. I thought it was uh, Actually, pretty question funny. Actually, Nerd. Yeah, question thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes, Nerd. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but he did it with uh, two other, uh, I think of Jane Fonda, and, and I forgot the other one he did. It uh, there were a few. I binged them. Uh, there yeah. was Tom Hanks. There was Meryl yeah. Streep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, those are, I think those are the ones I watched. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah Ringo did good, good, though. It's good light entertainment, yeah. a way to stretch an interview into two broadcasts. Yeah. Also, according to The Guardian, the Royal Mail has honored Paul McCartney with a set of 12 postage stamps. The main collection features images of eight career-defining albums, solo and with wings. There's McCartney, Ram, Venus and Mars, McCartney 2, Tug of War, Flaming Pie, Egypt Station, and McCartney 3. A mini sheet of four additional stamps shows McCartney in the recording studio with photos selected from across three decades, recording McCartney in 1970, Ram in 1971, McCartney II in 1980, and Flaming Pie in 1997. The stamps go on sale on May 28th in a wide variety of formats, from a presentation pack to a prestige stamp book and framed images. Yes. McCartney is one of only three solo music artists to get his own dedicated stamp issue following David Bowie in 2017 and Elton John in 2019. Queen were honored with their own stamps in 2020. You can now pre-order these stamps and it's many different packages, some of which are listed as limited edition. At this website, go to shop.royalmail.com. Mm -hmm. I would strongly advise you to buy this now before Tom here hoards uh, the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna um, say you're you're on this, right, Tom? I, I, let's just say I did. Um, you know, I got a couple. Pick me some up, so I don't have to do it. Yep. I thought you'd be holding it up. Oh uh, well, um, they're not in them. Yeah, they're not here yet. As soon as I get them, I'll show them. Okay. Uh, Paul McCartney's Twelve Days of Paul campaign to promote the McCartney Three Imagined. No, the, the McCartney 3 album has won a 2020 Clio Award. It was gilded the Silver Award in the Out of Home Billboard category. This campaign was done in partnership with Amazon Music and had fans visiting uh, murals and billboards from 12 different cities around the globe over 12 days, December 4th through the 16th, that featured sheet music with songs from McCartney 3. And local artists submitted covers for each song from the album. You can now pre-order the McCartney 3 Imagine CD with merchandise on the Paul McCartney store. What a shock. He has shock. box sets. <laughs> like you said, Tom is on this right now. Uh, yeah, he's no, this, I'm passing you can on have this it. one. I'm, I'm <laughs> passing. We don't believe him. <laughs> he, has, he has box sets paired with merchandise from T-shirts to Polaroids to notebooks to your very own set of dice. And all physical copies of the album will include a bonus track from Idris Elba. 
And Dominic Fike was on Jane Corden's Late Late Show last Monday night to perform The Kiss of Venus from the McCartney 3 Imagined album. It's actually a different version than the one that's on the album. Sounded pretty good. Mm. And uh, we note the passing of music legend Al Schmidt. Oh, yeah. Al had a long career as an engineer and producer. He won 23 Grammy Awards. Is that crazy? Work done. Yeah. Oh. Uh, over 130 gold records. He uh, was engineer for Kisses on the Bottom. And Paul had this to say online. So sad to hear of the passing of my friend Al Schmidt. Al was the lead engineer in charge of the Kisses on the Bottom session and was a fantastic guy besides being one of the world's great engineers. He always had a twinkle in his eye and was ready for a laugh. But most importantly, when he had done what we thought was a good take, and went into the control room to hear the playback, it sounded fantastic. Mm. His self-effacing skills uh, always came through. I send my love to his family and will always remember him with great fondness. Thanks for everything, Al. Lots of love, Paul. And Lawrence Juber also had him engineer his recent CD of Beatle music. Yeah. A true legend there. And also we mourn the passing of pop and R&B star, Lloyd Price. Yeah, yeah. Who was, oh, I didn't uh, even know that. Yeah, yeah, this happened a few days ago. He's best known for his hits in the 50s like Stagger Lee, Personality, and I'm Gonna Get Married. The Beatles covered Lloyd's songs in their solo career, John with Just Because on his rock and roll album, and Paul with Laudie Miss Claudie on his Russian album. Both those songs were written by Lloyd Price. Okay, for one week in August, you can go on a tour of Abbey Road Studios. From August 9th through the 15th, they'll be doing something called Open House, opening their doors to celebrate their 90th anniversary with a carefully curated journey through the studio's history. And you'll be able to explore the three recording studios made famous by artists like the Beatles, Pink Floyd, Oasis, and others. Visitors will be able to access the control rooms and the famous Studio 2 echo chamber all with a rich history dating back to 1931. Ticket holders will be able to explore the studio's legacy of innovation from the patenting of stereo to the invention of numerous recording techniques still used across the globe today. And the open house will also cover the studio's rich history of film scoring and demonstrate how the studios have been used to record music from some of the biggest movies ever made, including Raiders of the Lost Ark, and uh, the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit trilogies and many of the Harry Potter films. For more information, you can visit Abbey Road, spell road, R-O-A-D, abbeyroad.com and click on the news tab. Finally, recently you heard me talk about a new book, Mock Show in Hamburg. Go get the book, Tom. He's always ready. I'm yeah, so impressed got, with this guy. I've got to pick this book up. This is, I mean, I just got in the mail Saturday. They just started shipping them last week. Mm -hmm. um, I'm surprised I got it before a lot of other people did. But um, I mean, if you're a fan of Appcore and the A's for Apple books, mm -hmm. this will blow your mind. That is well. quite a thick book. It looks yeah, like. Yeah. Wow. The, the, the amount of research and work that these people do on their books is, is um, Lewison-esque. Uh, if you will, and just, no. yeah, amazing stuff. Mm. Okay. Well, it's described as the definitive book on the yes. Beatles and their time in Hamburg. Yep. A limited run of 500 copies has now sold out, and I did yep. hear from the author, Justin Knobloch, 
that the publisher has decided to reprint the book, which yep. will be available in about three weeks. <laughs> yep. Okay. okay. Great. And yep. so we get a copy. All right. Yes, you can. You can get a second print. Yeah, they're doing a second printing, like like uh, like Ken said. So excellent. Hopefully, they're easily available. Yeah, and, and hopefully we'll we're going to have uh, Thorsten on two legs um, in a month or a month and a half or so. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Yeah. That's all the news I got. Oh, thank all you. All right. All right. So I guess we're ready to go to our main topic, which is uh, John Lennon Plastic Ono Band. The brand new, what do they call it? Ultimate mixes, yeah. right? It's yeah. called the yep. deluxe, deluxe set in particular, mm -hmm. which has six CDs in the box and two Blu-rays. Mm -hmm. And uh, I already, I have to say, it's a little bit of a plug too. On my channel on YouTube, Mean Mr. Bayo, I already did a video. It's like 47 minutes. If you have no life, you can watch it. <laughs> uh, no. yeah. And it's pretty, it's more thorough. I went through, through it. So I'm kind of like, I got a good reason, good reason for taking the easy way out here where I don't have to like talk too much about it tonight. I'm going to moderate this. Maybe you three could give opinions, but of course I know I'm not going to shut up. I'm going to have a lot to say still about it. Uh, and well, this album came out in December of 1970. Uh, John and Yoko uh, had gone through Arthur Janov's primal screen therapy and Lenin uh, exploded with all his formerly pent up pain and emotions through this album you know and uh, my first listen I, I was when I was like 15 years old that wasn't that wasn't upon release that was later <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I've always said when I talk about this for me it's probably the number one most intense experience, emotional experience I've ever had listening to any album, listening to it at night in the dark when my eyes were still good. And I was able to, to read the lyric sheet along with this. And I couldn't, I was like so affected by this because it was so uh, guttural, candid from the heart and soul. Uh, it stands out as a real highlight in my music life, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, I thought that, uh, I would start out by asking all of you, uh, what are your general feelings on the album itself first before we get into you know, to the new version of it here, the, the release? Uh, let's start with Ken. Ken, what's your general feelings on this particular album? I think it's a masterpiece, without a doubt. I think that it took a lot of guts for John to do what he did by by you know, speaking his mind and, and bearing his soul to the world and telling him his problems. It's a psychological study in some ways of John Lennon's life and his childhood. And it took a lot for him to do that. And not only saying it in song, but in the way that it was recorded as bare a recording as you can possibly get with just a bass player, a guitarist mm. and drums, although half the album has piano. piano. But I yeah. mean, it's from the less is more school where, yeah. you know, with less instrumentation then the songs become, they have even more of a message and more powerful and can resonate with you more. When this album first came out, I was just a kid at the time. I couldn't possibly absorb all this. And it's always been kind of a tough listen to me. Mm. It's so much easier to listen to Imagine or Mind Games or Walls and right. Bridges right. than Plastic Gunnel Band, but I've certainly recognized, you know, in recent years, I shouldn't say recent, for decades now, <laughs> what a brilliant album this really is. And I, I, I just applaud John for, for, you know, 
having the guts to put out something like this so highly personal and intense. Mm. Yeah, I would agree with you that it's his masterpiece, probably, you know, arguably. Um, I think he's probably the best vocally he ever was. Uh, he's always had a great voice, but uh, I think he's really in top form here. Ringo's drumming is some of his best. Uh, you got Klaus Vorman on, on bass. It's really, really uh, a nice little uh, trio there with, of course, you know, help on uh, piano and stuff. And I think Billy Preston yep. uh, helps God. out, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, like you said, less is more. But uh, something I wanted to touch on while I think of it is, for me also, is the idea that when I was a teenager, you know, I had more, I call it angst. You know, I had my time where, well, you know, this is bothering me. That's bothering me. Uh, I don't understand this, but people don't understand me and I can relate more these days. I have to be in a certain mood to put this album on. And the mood doesn't come very often anymore, which I'm kind of glad in that way. But uh, when I just say, okay, let's, let's hear it again. and just put myself in the mode. I'm really uh, rewarded every time. Yeah. Okay, Kit, how about you? What are you, what are your feelings on the album? Well, yeah, I mean, like you were like you were both saying that. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it's a tough listen, and and when I first heard it, you know, when I was first getting into the Beatles and then started getting into the Soul Beatles, um, yeah, I mean, it it was pretty overwhelming. But as I've gotten, I think all of us kind of are saying the same thing as we've gotten older and wiser, mm -hmm. um, you know, and had more life experience. Quite, quite frankly mm. um it, it just you you gain more and more appreciation for it i mean this is a man who is you know grappling with these inner demons that have have clearly been plaguing him for a long time but he's also presenting himself as you know a new a kind of a new artist i mean you know this is him you know saying okay you know i'm i'm no longer a beetle mm. and you mm -hmm. know this is me as john you know and i mean god being the obvious example of that but even some other songs you know he's saying this is this is the real me and i mean you know this is as far as you can get from sergeant pepper Right. or or revolver mm. you know i mean it's this is as stripped down as it gets and so i i think and we'll talk about this in a minute but i think this box set shows you know this was a very personal statement not or no not only in terms of the subject matter you know of discussing his mother and his father and his insecurities and and but also introducing you know, to the world that, that this is me, this is the new me, this is, you know, John Lennon phase two, mm. you know, and you could tell like this was important to him and, uh, and he worked extremely hard on this, you know, and you could tell that this was something that, you know, that he wanted to say, this is the way he wanted to present himself for this new phase in, in his life. Um, and so this was such a brave album on so many levels. Uh, and, and I, I just, you know, over the years have gained more and more appreciation for it. As you said, not an easy listen, no. but, uh, but it's, uh, it, I mean, 
such a, a brave statement to make. And particularly, you know, for that time, I can't think of other artists from that period that put out anything like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's, it was just, as I said, brave on, on so many levels. And that's so well said, very well said. Uh, Tom? Well, you know, spending, you know, 86, 87, and most of 88 listening to nothing but mainly Beatles, you know, just really, you know, listening and learning, you know, about the, the Beatles, and then going to see that Imagine John Lennon movie and hearing the songs that, you know, they played from this album, it was almost like a punch to the gut, you know, really, it was yeah. just really, mm. a, you know, a moment, <clears throat> excuse me, when it, you know, okay, yeah, you know, there's no more She Loves You, there's no more I Want to Hold Your Hand, there's no more of this, this is, this is John Lennon, and this is his life, and he's, you know, you were getting his pain, and, and yeah, you guys are right, I mean, this is his masterpiece, I mean, this is about as perfect as a record as you can get, I mean, the only reason why I don't consider it, like, a perfect perfect record because of the repeat listens you know i mean it's it's something that you know it's just but that's just me you know what mm -hmm. i mean it's just you know like like joe said when i'm younger i mean i was listening to this album all the time now i just don't relate to it like i used to i mean I, i'm in a much happier place than i'm sure john was at that point in time in his life and i'm sure this album helped a lot of people you know, a lot of people had that same situ parent situation as John did. You know mm. what I mean? A lot of people, you know, had a lot of those feelings that he had. Um, and I'm sure this album helped them out a lot, you know. But but I still listen to this album, you know, bits of you know, songs here and there. I mean, it's always it's always in my mind it's always around it's always you know a song a song from the album is always playing you know but yeah it's just uh, like it's just definitely not one of those albums where you're just gonna you know you grab if you're going for a road trip you, it's definitely not one of the road right, trip right. albums you know <laughs> let's but, crank this from the car yeah exactly but <laughs> but i mean i just remember being blown away by his vocals and it's it, in in I just wish we had more of that, you know, throughout his solo career, but it's, they were just so powerful. And these, these box sets that have been coming out have just highlighted those vocals so well, you know, just makes you appreciate mm. his vocals even more. Yeah, wouldn't you love to hear more well, well, wells and mothers and well, we, we got that yeah. with the box set for sure. That's right, we heard a lot of that. Oh yeah, there's other songs, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, absolutely. And as much as we we enjoyed this, right? It uh, you can get can get overdosed listening to all these discs, especially when you're preparing for a show uh, to talk about it. So you so really try to drink it all in. It's a lot to digest. Yes, it yes. is. You know, we, we, we complain about in the past about these box sets, about these CDs not being, you know, full, you know, and here we're, we're I mean, we're getting full. I mean, we're I, I truly <laughs> believe that this is this is one of the best bang for your bucks box sets that we've got from any of the camps. Yeah. You know, yeah. solo or yeah, Beatles. Sure. So, mm -hmm. yeah. well, you know, my next question, and I was going to start with you, Tom, and there's a, a reason because I want to hear you say something. Uh, that I think you're going to say <clears throat> that I'll concur with, and that's thoughts on the overall presentation of this, you know, the packaging. Well, I mean, yeah, the packaging. You What's know, the like first the, thing you think? Uh, uniformity. <laughs> uniformity. <Yeah. laughs> it, fit, 
fits, it fits nicely to the other two box sets. And obviously we're gonna hope that they continue with that uh, format uh, of looking pretty all nice and together lined up. But but yeah, I mean, the the, the package, the packaging well put together. It's not flimsy yeah. in any way. You know, the book is 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 bound beautifully. Gorgeous. Uh, the, yeah, the pages are beautiful. I mean, they really did not skimp on this packaging at all. So, you know, bravo to the, you know, the team that put this together. I mean, it would be so cool to maybe have somebody that's responsible or, or manages the team that puts these packages together and just kind of like get an idea of, of the work that's put into it because it's, you know, it's good work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I get that the music obviously is the main thing. Uh, right. But uh, like you know, the the Beatles sets as good as as, as they would have been. Well, they were all over the place in right. size right. and style yeah. and everything. I, I, you know, Ken and Kid, I don't know if you have anything to add about you know packaging wise. You know, what can you add? Well, not too much because um, as you can probably tell from looking behind me, I don't have too much shelf space here. <laughs> so uh, you know, the size of the box set may not matter as much to me because right. it's stacked on top of everything else right now in this room. <laughs> But um, I would just like to say that, you know, and, and uh, Alan Posen and, and things we said today said, said the same thing. Really, the job that, that Yoko has done and Sean and the team is, is better. It's better than the Beatle box sets, I think. It's, it's even better than most of the McCartney box sets. Too. I'll, I'll they, agree. You yeah, know, I think so. So much more for the money. You got yeah. eight discs here. Yep. And the list price was one thirty four ninety five. I got it for one twenty five. That's certainly worth it. Yeah. You know, especially compared yeah. to the price of the McCartney ones and what you're mm -hmm. getting on, on those. And I love those mm -hmm. two, don't get me wrong. But um, you know, what I have to say has more to do with the music, which is always, you know, yeah. right. But the packaging but, but, is fine here. And I yeah. love the yep, yeah. exactly. I mean, great. I knew, yeah, I mean, this is just as good as the imagine box set and i knew i mean i knew if this, if this was going to be anything like the imagined box set and and it is uh you know yeah they they absolutely uh do just a first class job on on the design and and wow i mean the book i mean talk about completeness i mean it's it's just i i'm yeah, so nice. thorough Mm. Um, you know, and yeah. I, I just, you know, and I didn't have time before I left to, to go yeah. through it thoroughly, but I mean, I, I, you know, skimmed through it before I left and right. I mean, wow. Illustrations mm. by Klaus Mormon are, you know, are fantastic. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They really but are. actually the, this, the book that's in the box set is similar to the coffee table one. The coffee table has yeah. a lot more, yeah. but a lot of the backstories on the songs, it's kind of condensed. You don't have yes. exactly everything that's in the big book. Mm. Yeah. But there are some things in the book from the box set that you don't have mm. in the coffee table one. Right. Which I think makes it, you know, worth your while. Right. Like remembrances from the engineers mm, on some yeah. of the recordings there for example. And there's one particular illustration from Klaus um, that's not in the coffee table one. I got to remember okay. what that was, but okay. yeah. All right. Interesting. I would say what? the only thing that I wish that there was something of is some <coughs> excuse me with some video content you know there wasn't any mm. yeah you know, because point. like with the imagine box you had the the box set you had the book separately and then you had a you know a blu-ray 
you know, DVD, you know, of the Imagine, you know, making of the Imagine album. Whatnot. That's a good point. I never gave that a yeah. thought. That's yeah, a good you're cool right. If we had something like that as well to go with the yeah. set. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't, uh, maybe there wasn't footage taken during the recording sessions well, i don't I mean, know they, didn't, they, they did make some movies you know at that it seems point like they have together. movies of everything well they're... yeah i mean yeah, yeah. i you don't know, know. but good all point. The, the john and yoko films that were yeah. um short in terms of length right. you know mm-hmm. their avant-garde stuff that they all True. saved mm-hmm. you know yeah I, that's one thing about yoko she's a great archivist yeah you know yeah she saves everything that she possibly can and mm-hmm. it shows in the releases that have yep. come out so yeah yeah good point um if we're going to talk about the actual the main album the, the new version uh, you know the re if you want to call it a remix or I, I always got to be careful remaster remix you know um I, i'm not the biggest audiophile i don't know all the, we're gonna get the terms right but i went into this thinking to myself kind of like I did with Abbey Road in the sense that thought, you know, Abbey Road sounded like it, it, it's really good as is, didn't need uh, a lot of work. And I kind of felt the same with this. Um, I thought, you know, John, this sounds like a, this is a good sounding album. It always has been for the most part. Whereas you could argue stuff like the rock and roll album needed a little boosting maybe of his vocals, yeah. which did get that maybe mind games, which did get that at the early 2000s. Sometime in New York City, etc. Um, arguably, I'll say because uh, you know I know Ken's thinking that sounds fine to me, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I always like the original mixes on all those albums, really. Yeah, because I think we've talked about that in a past show. That's why I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I said, well, let's see. You know, I was so happy with what Paul Hicks was able to do with the Imagine album, uh, and yeah. The, so talking about the regular album itself um what, what do you what do you folks think we're gonna go around again i guess we'll start with kit this time what do you think yeah you know i as i listened to it really the 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 new mixes didn't particularly stand out for me i mean there there wasn't a particular song that i thought wow you know that really was so improved you know by this new yeah. mix because mm. as as you said joe i mean the original mixes actually sounded pretty good uh to me i will say this though um that i thought klaus vorman's bass was brought out uh, mm. a lot more in in many of of the mixes um I'm, and i'm trying to remember if it was hold on or uh, well, 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 uh, was, it was uh, one of those that was really brought out and boy, did I gain more appreciation for Klaus's playing um, after listening to these mixes and on uh, various uh, uh, songs on the other discs that, uh, boy, he was a much better player than, than I really, yeah. I gave him credit for. I mean, and the he, drumming too stood, stood, stood out more to me on a lot, yes. a lot of these. Um, I, I think like on remember the, the drumming and, uh, I found out the yes. instruments, you know, That's, certain struck me certain tunes. Absolutely. I mean, Ringo's drumming on here, I think was some of his best. I mean, he was, he was just mm. on point with, with this and, and some, not only just in terms of, of technically, but he, he just really knew how to accent drama, you know, mm. when, when he needed to. I mean, on tracks like God and, and so Especially. forth. I mean, yeah. I mean, he just knew how to do that. 
Uh, and I, I was so impressed with that. I mean, I, you know, I knew that, but maybe there were some subtle things in the remixing that brought that out a bit more. But I think that was it, that it was very subtle, you know, like, I mean, this is a Beatles remix, but, you know, like when the Sgt. Pepper remixes uh, came out, those really, I was just like, wow. You know, mm -hmm. those are incredible. This wasn't the, the remixes on on this were not just did not have that impact on me. I mean, I, I just didn't listen to them and think it, it, they were just maybe little, little differences. But I, I would say, yeah, maybe Ringo's drumming and uh, but definitely Klaus's bass yeah, really yeah. stood out for me. I, I, I forget now um, what it was the. That, that Paul Hicks talked about at the team saying Yoko had given instructions. Maybe somebody remembers. One of them was to, to make sure John's voice right. is, is brought out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Don't really compromise. I think the originals too much, which I like. I think that's you can probably assume that's... that that's the whole point of this series. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially uh, and, you know, give me some truth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, oh, you give me some truth. Yeah, that yeah. was insane. Because I know it was one of the tracks, too, not just from Plastic Ono Band, obviously. Mm. You, know, you got to hear stuff like Angela sounding a different, uh, more prominent vocals. Mm. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, John's voice coming out. It's funny how uh, it's clearer so much on some, so many of these tracks. Uh, I would say, though, with, I might be in a minority here, like a song like God. When his voice is now is so in your face, mm -hmm. and it's funny because I haven't been able to find the right words. Um, when you listen to the original version as it was released, he doesn't sound quite there in your face. It's a little bit more dreamy or something in a way in the air mm. or something. And I kind of missed that a little bit. So as much as I like what's been been done here, you know, ninety nine percent of the time. On most of the tracks, there are moments like that where you, I guess you're listening to something for however many years, yeah, you know, 50 years, to... 40 years, 30 years, whatever your age is. Uh, and, and all of a sudden, that's what you're used to, you know, so mm -hmm. it's changed when that happens, you know. Yeah. So um, what do you think, Tom? the album itself uh right these new remixes new yeah you know kid i was a little bit like you i was a little you know underwhelmed a little bit after and i'll tell you what because you know we really talked about the song isolation from the give me some truth especially mm -hmm. when he you know i don't expect you that whole part of the song and i was really expecting something like that here because i think if i remember correctly these are completely different mixes from the yeah. was on the give me some truth mm -hmm. and so so that particular song was like oh my god what are they gonna do how are they going to blow me away with that certain part and i just felt like just a little overwhelmed and kind of wishing that they would have saved that mix from give me some truth and put it on this you know on, on, on this set yeah. you know what yeah. i mean and because uh -huh. because that man what a it was just such a mind-blowing experience listening to that part of the song especially mm -hmm. with headphones on. yeah but the, the other thing that I did, uh, I noticed too, was on the song Love, though it is roughly a second or two 
you know, right around the same length as the, the original version is I noticed that here in the 2000 um, uh, mix, you it, it's about seven, eight minutes before you actually start hearing the, or I'm sorry, seconds before you actually start hearing the piano. But mm -hmm. with this, this one, um, you start hearing it within the first two seconds. So they just start bringing that piano bit up, you know, a lot quicker on this mix than they did mm. with with yeah. this one. So I'm kind of getting used to that part because I kind of like that slow intro to that song. I think it works very well um, with with the song Love. Um, but uh, other than that, and then, you know, I never really noticed the second cookie in uh, Hold yeah. On. <laughs> yeah, it's that's that's very thing. clear now. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was, I knew he was mumbling something. Right. He heard, some, he heard something, in, but I didn't know right. it was that. So I, yeah. it's really cool to hear that second cookie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so darn good impression yeah. too. Yeah, darn good exactly. But, I now, mean, yeah, but I mean, am I going to listen to it any more than this 2000 edition? Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Probably not. But uh, you know, I thought it was it was fine. I mean, I didn't hate it. That's for sure. But you see, I don't know what to what to call it because again, I'm not I'm not technically I'm not a musician. No, it's a remix. No, no, not that, not that, not that. No, uh, yeah, the remix. Yeah, I should have should have realized that it says ultimate uh, remix or uh, mixes. But no, the hold on is one is just one of my favorite. That's maybe my favorite song. It's one of my very favorite songs, simple as it is. But the the intro has the short intro the way it first was really issued. There's one of these. Where it's slightly longer, I don't right. know. That's why I mean. I'm not being not technically. It's a couple of more notes on the guitar or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I like this. Just reverts back to the original way. I, I I like that better. I don't. I like the shorter original intro, not a little longer. I don't like that as much. But I wanted to ask about love when you mentioned the the, the beginning, the intro. I haven't revisited. Give me some truth in a while. Did they not use on that one? Did they not use the special radio single version where you have they, it loud yeah, they, yeah the piano bit came in a lot sooner on the give me some truth as well but there's That's one that i mean it's but loud the single the single itself that came out was at full volume the piano yeah full volume yeah. it doesn't fade up right and i forget right. if i if it was you that version with the full volume intro mm -hmm. was used on give me some truth i can't recall right now yeah uh, maybe somebody in the comments yeah, I didn't revisit that part. I revisited the the hold on. I mean, sorry, the isolation, just because, just to make sure that the, you know, that I was right in my hearings about the, you know, that one part of the song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All righty. So uh, we have Ken, uh, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Ken. Yeah. It's funny, Tom. You brought that up about Cookie because right. I, I did the same thing in the things <laughs> you said today podcast. But um, kind of like you guys, I was underwhelmed by the album itself. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I never heard Mother with such clarity. Mm. That's one that really stood out for me. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit, and I say this quite often, that whenever these box sets come out, I always go right to the unreleased stuff first. The last mm -hmm. thing I listen to is the actual album. <laughs> yeah. so I've only listened to it once, really, because I'm more interested in everything else. But, right. um, you know, I didn't hear that drastic an improvement um, mm -hmm. with all the other songs. And, you know... Uh, I don't have that much of a technical mind. I know there's a lot of advancement you can ha you can do to these recordings. To me, a remix is when you're changing the balance of the instrumentation. Bringing some um, things up or down, forward, yeah, back. Yeah, okay. but you can still have the same balance, but have it more clear. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think that's what they're doing with this. 
mm-hmm. you know um yeah it's true uh the the john's vocals are pushed up a little bit more um yeah, yeah so i guess it's a remix in, in that regard but you know i don't hear it as something really drastic on the album no. itself no mm-hmm. which is yoko's instructions uh, really yeah, she doesn't want it on these, which is a good thing for the most part. Yeah. You know, they're being followed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, Ken, you were you were talking about how you know you go to the uh, bonus stuff first. I tend to do that myself. So with all the extra discs we have, uh, six CDs, but you know, one of them is the album itself. The extra CDs, the bonus CDs. Do you have any? standout tracks or uh, discs maybe you liked on, on their entirety well Special. um in their entirety not necessarily i really love the demos a lot hmm. yeah you know, i loved hearing isolation on piano and nothing else mm-hmm. and it's such a strong song by itself with with just a piano without a band i liked throughout the many discs all the different approaches that were done with um, isolation, there's one particular yeah. one where the piano is taken out, but you have an organ track that's played, and yes. so you hear the mm-hmm. song differently. It's very powerful that way, um, you know. But the demos in general, I really like a lot. You know, to to hear to hear certain songs on guitar where you're used to hearing them on piano, like yep. Mother, for example, um, and God. And, um, and actually, when John first started writing these songs, he wrote them on guitar and mm-hmm. eventually changed over to piano. And what a difference. I mean, when I think of God, I think of the piano. <laughs> when I think mm-hmm. of Mother, I think of the piano. But mm-hmm. it's nice to hear these other versions, even if you don't think they're as strong as the piano versions. It's just nice to see the evolution like that. Yes. And the demo of Mother is strong on guitar. Um, you know, that's certain things like that. If I had to pick, you know, the biggest highlights for me, uh, definitely the evolution. The evolution disc is very fascinating. Unfortunately, I think as a radio person that it would be very hard to program this stuff on the radio because you got to have a lot of patience to go through all the different takes of certain songs. But what was done with Instant Karma was probably one of my favorite moments because you do hear george harrison in the very beginning right because he was there on the session we always saw his name listed in the musician's credits you'd never really know it because there's nothing on there in the finished version of instant karma where you say oh that's george you know there's no slide guitar you know there's no lead guitar solo but you hear this lead guitar part that he was working out early on that eventually wasn't used at all. And you do hear a little bit of studio conversation between George and John. And just it's just nice to know that, you know, he was there. Yeah. Um, and likewise, there's a moment in um, the evolution of Remember where George Harrison shows up because he was there at yeah. John's home on John's birthday. And uh, they cut John... it. <laughs> yeah, and, and all you really hear is John saying, George. And then you hear George say a few words and you can't fully make out what George no. is saying. You wish there was more than that. But it's just oh, nice to yeah. know that that's in there. Um, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. the, the first take of Cold Turkey is, yeah. is really interesting for wow. me. Because the lead guitar line that you're so used to hearing is something Isn't different. There, right? It's not the same thing. <laughs> you know, what Eric Clapton was playing there was, was a different riff mm-hmm. altogether. 
Um, and there isn't that big buildup in sound like on the record. Of course, it's the first take. You don't expect right. it with that. But um, those are a few of them. But for me, I really love the demos a lot. You know, it's kind of scattered between all the other discs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some things I love about the jams. I don't love all of them, right. <laughs> but there are some of them I love a lot. But yeah, I was disappointed the jams. I've been on a whole this this moment. So that's cool. That's cool. A lot of it I'd heard already. Uh, mm -hmm. Jams stuff, lost London tapes, tapes. And, yeah. and th things like that. You know, I'll say, but it's funny. I was thinking how you know, this is the John Lennon Plastic Ono Band album, and I think what I was most thrilled by were the singles, the three singles, "Give Peace a Chance." Uh, Cold Turkey and Instant Karma impressed me the most. You mentioned Cold Turkey Take One. I think that's a real gem. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's my favorite on the set. I wow. think out of everything that I heard, that's my favorite thing on there, maybe. You know, uh, the added guitar parts, trying to find the, the best approach to it, uh, and echoing the phrases. I, I, I love outtakes. I love different versions, early versions. That That's like really gets me going you know and i'm although I've, I've said many times i'm not really a big fan of the single of give peace a chance mm -hmm. it's kind of monotonous mm -hmm. to me but i loved everything i heard of give peace a chance on this uh take two recorded at the queen elizabeth hotel montreal uh it's more spot sounds more spontaneous and fun mm -hmm. uh john's shouting encouragements on there uh, mm -hmm. Why don't you try it? Don't get tired. Wake up in the back there. He says, they won't ban this one. Right. He's like saying all this stuff. And you hear like Yoko singing along uh, too. I'd rather hear, hear that version, you know, um, than, than uh, the, the single. So I, I was really having a good time with those. I got, I got to say, and then of course the instant karma stuff, oh, take five. I'm looking at here. I ripped down. Um, I, I love that that stuff and the singles really got me the most excited so that's my two and a half cents on that okay uh kit so how about you uh standout tracks uh, well maybe uh, yeah uh, well first of all i mean as as ken said i love demos and uh and i you know and i love hearing how different songs developed and and so uh yeah i'm not going to repeat everything ken said about the demos but yeah the isolation demo almost brought me to tears i mm. mean it, it it was just beautiful uh and that's maybe my favorite song on on the album and it's it's just uh and it also struck me how you know, fully formed almost the songs were from, from the demos. I, I, you know, that, that, I, I mean, there really wasn't much of a change in lyrics or, or anything. Um, mm. You know, I, I was really amazed at, at how fully formed these songs were. Um, you know, not that much change. Uh, you mentioned Cold Turkey. That was a fascinating song to follow throughout these discs, because mm. as you said, you know, the way they changed and, and how uh, they used, you know, in, in one of the takes, I'm trying to remember which one it was, you know, John's voice was almost buried and they used the guitars to repl replicate the feeling of withdrawal more than his voice, which I thought was fascinating. Right, right. Um, yeah, I can't, I'm trying to remember which one it was. I think that was disc three, because you get a little bit more of that feedback in the background. Yeah. You know, throughout the song. 
Yeah, and you didn't hear him screaming and and all as much. And I thought that was interesting to have, you know, Mm. the guitars do more of the work of of that. Mm. And obviously they decided against that idea. So I just thought that was, you know, fascinating. And and then one of the other uh, takes you could hear John, you know, with more of like kind of a tremble in his voice, like really harder tremble. And, you know, I just, you know, it was really... Yeah, just fascinating to hear how, I mean, he worked so hard to, you know, really replicate the, the feeling of with, withdrawal. I mean, to make you experience that mm. uh, by just hearing it. Um, and, uh, and by the way, that was not a song I liked when I first heard it at all. I mean, because when I was much younger, didn't understand what the hell he was doing, you know, yeah. and, <laughs> uh, you know, I get it now. Uh, and, uh, and I, and really this set, demonstrates just how how hard he worked at that you know creating that effect um i like some of the elements mixes as well um mm-hmm. you know i i liked because i like isolation um mm-hmm. not 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 the song but the that too but uh but i like hearing isolated uh parts as well yes. um the mother isolated vocal oh. wow oh. wow um you know that is such an incredible song to begin with and uh, and by the way that was another thing hearing different takes of mother how he could do that many takes of yeah, that right? song i'd wow. have to imagine that that many of them were not full complete takes yeah there had to have been a lot of breakdowns there must have now, been nobody's uh, voice can withstand that <laughs> i mean for really and not, 60 and not, 70 takes yeah. and not just his voice but just emotionally I yeah. mean that 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 is just I I I don't know how he did it. Commitment. Um, he was committed. <laughs> yeah, I mean clearly. I mean, my God, and uh, but the isolated vocal on Mother, I mean, just shows you what a what an incredible singer he was. And I'm not just talking about the you know the the primal screaming and that, but just uh you know in terms of of conveying emotion. I mean, you feel you know you hear that pain in his voice you know and it's such a a, in in the confessional tone of it um you know you you feel like you're you're overhearing his counseling session i mean he's he's letting you in on that just by his voice um what what an incredible incredible talent that is um i uh like uh i found out i like that uh elements mix you know just john's voice um, and then the percussion bass um, and his, um, you know, fuzz uh, electric guitar isn't as prominent in parts. And then they go into that blues jam toward the mm. end. That really furious blues mm. jam. Love that. Yes. That's very cool. Um, uh, isolation again. I, I like that uh, in this version, you, you hear, uh, you know, there's less effect on his voice. And you just mm. hear, you know, not so much reverb. And also it's just him on organ, Klaus yes. on bass, Ringo on drums, mm. no piano. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, just, uh, you know, only double tracking on the I don't expect you to understand part, right. and, you know, just to strip down. Um, and um, remember, which I have to admit, that's not my favorite song on the album, but I did like the elements uh, mix where it was just drums, bass and John's voice, right. um, yeah. you know, because sometimes the piano, that kind of repetitive piano line, um, I don't know, it's, it's a little distracting to me. And so this version, I could really pay attention a bit more to 
his voice and and the lyrics so i kind of liked that and then they just yeah, i like how the, then the breakdown they just jam for a while and boy ringo just keeps on going he never he's misses a beat energizer wow. bunny huh he is <laughs> yeah good point yeah, he is he really is he really is um oh and look at me that's another one of my favorites john without double tracking uh or, or his double you know, tracking his voice oh, oh he t- one of these versions he talks about picking like the song julia doesn't he like he talks yes. about finger picking it it's hard to do Thank you for bringing yeah. that up because that was one thing. Yeah, I love that. That he, yeah, he talks about it and he then says, and I think he asks Yoko, which by the way, that's another interesting thing on here. You notice how much he asks for Yoko's view on things. That's right. Uh, you know, he really values her opinion and he'll say, you know, is this too loud? Is this, you know, and, uh, but yeah, and that's one of the times that he said, you know, is this too much? And, you know, maybe I should just do chords. And then, uh, then he talks about, yeah, maybe I should do that, that picking style like Julia. And that's yeah. when you really, yeah. And then you really hear it. You know, when and you there's nothing the wrong with that, with that. I mean, your partner, you know, your significant other, it's great. people get I down on it. that just mm. because it's Yoko, your people get down on it. But that, you know, she was invaluable to him. And it's, uh, uh, tr- it wasn't masculine. Her. It wasn't masculine back then to ask your partner for advice or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And probably John mm. would be the first woman yeah. once upon a time to say that. Right. Exactly. But, uh, but I thought uh, that was wonderful. Kid, you know? I wanted to pick, uh, say, say something you said about uh the the, the uh, lyrics you know seem to be kind of the same they they, they, fin- they kind of figured out the way they were going to be in this kind of mm-hmm. state there was uh, now i haven't heard this since march because i got it early but i'm thinking um there was one time i thought i remember here in isolation mm-hmm. and there were moments where he was singing i don't expect you to understand after i've caused so much pain i'm just mm-hmm. a human a victim oh, yeah. of so, yeah there were some slight right? changes in some of the and, but i thought and, yeah. that was interesting because yeah. what a difference you know he's he, it's a difference between saying you know in the you. finished version you're just a human a victim of the insane yeah. you know yeah. you've caused so much pain, pain as opposed right. to you know I. <laughs> but originally he was point. saying i have yep <laughs> you know that's, that's, that's a good a big point change yeah that is a change yeah and, yeah and so yeah there were some times where he added or, you know, he made some changes in points of view. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, there were some changes like that. But, uh, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, I, I yeah, was oh, yeah. surprised that, you know, there were, you know, some changes like that, but not a lot. No, you're uh, right. There weren't. I, I, that just gave me an opportunity to, to remember that. No, when, yeah, when no, you, that's a good point. It, you that's know. a good point. It's so. interesting in the, in the evolution mix you were talking about of, of Look at Me, John actually says words the effect that I haven't played like that, the finger picking for several mm, months. Go. I'm going to have to, you know, practice right. that or learn it again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that when he does that. That was a great moment. And, and, this, and my favorite disc, I, I love the evolution disc, I think the best. Yes. That's the one that's I said great. in my, my review on my channel. I think that's the one I would, if I was going to go back to a disc that wasn't the actual album, I'd probably play the evolution disc the most i think well tom i don't want to leave you out you uh, you know we said a lot of stuff already but what what are your thoughts on your you know standouts well, favorites i mean yeah i mean like i said i mean there's a lot to digest here and it's almost yeah. you almost need a month really to spend with this set to really take it all in and um you know i mean i was really happy with the you know, once you got into like this, you know, two, three and, and so on and so on. Um, but there's just like little things here and there that I really, really liked. Like, OK, from this to uh, Mother, take 61. I mean, they're still working on the piano bits. I mean, yeah. it's still not, you know, yeah. where 
um, where the finished product is. Um, there's a really cool, um, and hold on, take two, you know, Lennon is kind of like talking and singing, you know, the verses in, in the chorus and, and Ringo's drumming is a little different. He's not using yep. the, the cymbals as much. He's using, you know, he's, he's doing other, other parts of the drum. Um, uh, Love, take six, you know, doing the acoustic guitar, like you said, Ken, I think that was really interesting, you know, hearing it that way, you know, after hearing it for so long on piano. Mm. Um, and, and take one on cold turkey on, on this too, you know that was really cool. And I think that's where they did the, the a lot of the. Um, I said this three, uh, this three, but that's I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But when they do a lot of the um, the feedback, I think yeah. that was on on this too. Mm -hmm. But uh, but you know where you guys said the elements, not the evolution. Now, I love the elevation too, but the elements I think was probably my favorite disc of mm -hmm. of that because um, for one, the mother isolated vocals. This is where the McCartney camp is falling so far behind in these box sets for me. I mean, these, yep. I don't understand why he's not taking advantage of these types of, of bonus tracks. I mean, McCartney is one of the greatest vocalists of all time. I would, there's so many songs of his that I would just love to get an isolated vocal track. I mean, like maybe I'm amazed one or less. I mean, there's so many different well, ones, but, but go ahead. I agree. Yeah. You know, he's done this on his website. Right. On yeah. his website, he'll give you, right. maybe I'm amazed, he'll give you Monkberry Moon Delight. Delight, right. And you Put can it on just the disc. hear the vocals. Yeah. Right. Put it on the damn Excellent. disc. <laughs> Excellent. Yep. Excellent. You know, um, uh, the, again, yeah. So, uh, you know, I found out, you know, with the Ringo on the congas, uh, I, I thought that was really good. And then, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and then he's, you know, improvising words towards the end. You know, Kit, you mentioned the organ on Isolation. I really love that. Yeah, the eight and a half minutes of remember. I mean, it was just, I mean, I was hooked, hooked on that for the whole eight and a half minutes, you know, right, right. off the bat with the juice harp. I mean, I was just like, oh my God, I don't, rem I don't think I've ever heard that in the song before, Yeah, you know, and it's, you hear, you're hearing it, you know, light as day and then just, you know, the bass and the drum. I mean, Ringo is phenomenal on this album. And if you haven't listened to Yoko's Plastic Ono Band, if you do just listen to it for Ringo's drumming, if anything. Right. You know what I mean? Oh. Listen to John's guitar <laughs> well, playing. Well, I mean, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, there's other reasons to listen to it. But, I mean, right. if you want any evidence that Ringo was one of the greatest drummers of all time, these two albums will point that out. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh, thing about Yoko, can I just say? Yeah, When please. you're doing a song really long, like Why? Yeah. You know, and it's a constant jam, and it's going on yeah. for eight minutes or whatever yeah. it is. Ringo is steady throughout. Bam. He doesn't get tired. No. He is, he's incredible. He's just flawless. Yes. Flawless. And, like, and I'll get to that part in a second from the Blu-ray. Um, yeah, but, okay. but, you know, but the, you know, and then uh, John on uh, Maracas for Well, Well, Well. Um, the Cold Turkey with no vocals. Again, that's one of the things that I would love to hear from the McCartney camp. Yep. Something, you know, some instrumental, isolated instrumental, you know, on, you know, which I'm trying to remember if he has done that or not. Maybe he hasn't. Um, but um, he could do better job with that kind of stuff. Um, I agree. On his this, box sets, no. Yeah, yeah. No on his box, right, right. So these these discs, you know, you got fifty nine minutes, you got seventy three minutes, you got seventy one minutes. They're giving you near full CDs worth of music, which I really appreciate um, mm -hmm. on these box sets. Uh, disc six, um, you know, 
it was really cool just listening to hear him do a little bit of get back, you know, and finger picking. Uh, I've got a feeling, you know, so I mean, those are just like little fun. I mean, they're but you know, but that 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 this six though. I mean, it was almost like the like the fly in the wall of from Let yeah. It Be. You know, I mean, you're just getting these little bits here and there. Yeah, but I find that. that frustrating. Yeah, you know, I'm expecting <laughs> I've got a feeling, and you right. know, yeah, you're like, give me more, give me more. It, yeah, know? exactly. Um, but then you get to the Blu-ray, and I was really happy that they included, you know, the stuff from the Yoko Plastic Ono Band because why? Well, John's on it as well. You know, if we're celebrating John, mm. let's put that, let's put that on there as well. So that is an hour and fifty minutes of you know the jamming. <laughs> I mean, you get you get like when okay, it's for like why? Okay, it's not like boom, boom you know, right like like it is on the full album it's them um warming up you know they're getting you know they're getting they're tuning their instruments and they're you know finding the song at first so so when you get you play why and why not that's the first 39 minutes of the blu-ray is just those two songs <laughs> no i wanted to, i wanted to interject you know i like when you're listening to why like right. one of the things at the at the end john, you know john's always you know thrilled right. with yoko and he's always supporting her and he's so right. excited and at the end he, he excitedly asked the engineers he says were you getting that yeah <laughs> <laughs> at the end of it, it's like wow you know, right I never, I think, you know, yeah. right so you're you know you're listening to to why and then you know they're working it out they're they're tuning their instruments and then they start you know slowly easing into it and then it's the actual song so it's 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 actually eight minutes until you finally hear yoko's vocals um in that song um and then you know then why not uh, starts and then that's you know then it's like really slow and then it speeds up and that's i think gotta be almost that's i think that's almost like 20 minutes long itself just oh, that wow. uh just that song right there so um i was really happy that they added that absolutely yeah and the, it starts out slow and bluesy and then and then i like it there's a moment in there at first remember john stops yoko Right. He says, "Hey, he says, hey, hey, your voice is too loud in the earphones now." Right. And then, and then he goes, "We weren't." He says, "We weren't on, were we?" And then Yoko <laughs> goes, "I felt so sorry for Yoko." She goes, "Oh, you stopped it at a very nice point." Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, stuff like "Touch Me," you know, and you know, I I like that. I like the whole. I like the whole blue, the second Blu-ray with the the Yoko stuff. I thought it was very well done. Yeah. And, why aren't that? Why I'm blue? Why? I mean, I, I I was able to. I have a Blu-ray player, and I was able to get the Blu-ray. Sometimes I can't access them, even though I have a Blu-ray player. But I was right. able to hear them. Mm -hmm. I wonder. It's a little nitpick, a little quibble. Why you gotta be on the Blu-ray, not some yeah. regular, mm -hmm. regular another, CD? I don't understand that. Because yeah. you, can fit, you can fit more on the Blu-ray. Like I said, I mean, it's an hour. This is true, but it's, it's an hour and fifty minutes long. You know, just that Blu-ray right there. So I mean, if you can, so you you gotta think. Okay, that's gonna be two discs. So instead of two CDs, two more CDs, then we're gonna put it on one Blu-ray. Mm. Is, is you know how I, I my thinking on that, you know. But but mm. it still could have made it available on just sure yeah. yeah but again oh, yeah. No, that, but again that would have been two cds so you mm. you would have been getting mm. 10 cds instead of eight <laughs> yeah well there's always time maybe maybe he'll, he'll <laughs> reissue but um I, I wanted i wanted to mention which i almost forgot about i'll look at my notes here the raw the raw studio mixes on cd4 mm. uh, it's like stripped down version of the lp right yeah right. uh, the song mother uh, it continues the ending, you know, uh, 
past the, the way it sounds on the release version. You know, it goes on longer after the fade out. Right. And uh, I think it's more powerful with that ending, the way it is on the raw studio mixes disc. Uh, too bad they didn't release it like that. Well, uh, and, and, then, and, all, and yeah, and also, yeah. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there was okay. what's amazing is you can hear um, really clearly him mutter when he sings, you know, I tried to run. Mm. You can hear mutter from me. Yeah, I mean, I had headphones on and, and he mutters, you know, right. for me, I thought, woo, yeah. <laughs> I never noticed that mm. before. Another another cool thing, too, is is having I didn't realize that I don't want to be a soldier started this early. Yeah, yes. me too. That was a surprise. You know, it no. wasn't a surprise. And, yeah. and again, it sounds I mean, that of all the songs that we've heard, I mean, really took the most I mean, the most were I mean, the evolution on that song just is is never ending. <laughs> from yeah, what I hear. There's so many arrangements that were right. done with that song. Exactly. Yeah, it sounds very yeah. different. Here. You know, they say Phil Spector wasn't really there that much, right, for this. Uh, but I know on the, the on the raw studio mixes, uh, at the end of Love, mm-hmm. John chats with Phil Spector. Yeah, and he plays there. piano. Of yeah, course. he plays uh-huh. piano on that yeah. song. So yeah. that, that's that's interesting. And Let's Look know. at Me has it's a single vocal of John, the single vocal, and there's more guitar noodling at the end on the raw mixes. I like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't want to forget some of these. Like, Give Peace a Chance, I said earlier, never a fan of the official single. However, you have it here, cleaner, the single version, but cleaner, and it yeah. doesn't have that thumping sound, that like whatever that is. Yeah. Like, I, boom, 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 boom. I could never stand that. But mm-hmm. I like this version better. They have, they have uh, the John vocals louder, seems more alive, more present. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an actual single, but it's you know cleaner up more up front, and then you can have also on this this uh, CD four an instant karma despectorized if you like version. Yeah. Yes, uh, instant karma with the John's really clear vocal and uh, the drumming and the you know um, uh, Alan White. I mean, it's just really crisp. And yeah, uh, yeah th- I, I really I like that because, yeah, I like that because you could really appreciate Ellen White's drumming even more. I yeah. mean, it's, it's even, although on the other hand, you know, I, I was really undecided when I heard that because I thought on the one hand, yeah, I really love hearing Ellen White's drumming a lot you know, more clear. On the other hand, it's like, well, but that full specter production, you know, it did give I love that the song a lot more it's, power, though. It's, it's, love you know, the single. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the, the way it was released, I love, but to hear it that way is, is a treat. Uh, kind of like all things must pass. People are wondering, oh, we're going to get a despectorized. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole other show. But yep. the question is, would it would it be all things must pass then, though? That's yeah. the question. If they yeah. could do that. It's such a, they're two different albums altogether as far yeah. as Phil Spector's yeah. involvement. But, yeah. you know, um, what they did with Love was fascinating because mm-hmm. there's one version. I think it's the Evolution one where you hear Phil Spector's playing at the very beginning, and then you hear all of his playing throughout the entire song at the end of John's recording of it. Mm -hmm. So you hear everything that was played on the piano. And there's one particular moment where John says to Phil, this could be in the evolution one where I'll be your left hand. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which makes me wonder if maybe the two of them played it together. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure about that. But... um, And you know, one other thing I I wanted to say about God is that when you listen to a song like that on acoustic guitar and the way that John played it, it almost came across like a folk song. Yeah, (laughs) good point. And 
one of the biggest moments on the release version that we've grown to love of God is when he mentions, I don't believe in Beatles. Right. And it's such a huge moment. And the oh, song yeah. stops. Yeah. You know, you don't have that. Right. On the acoustic guitar. He just no. keeps going. Right. Yep. You know, so it's not as dramatic, you know, as it was on the release version. Things like that I found fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. And I forgot to mention um, on the, the mix, the remixed album, the one track I did not like uh, uh, with the remix was uh, Well, Well, Well. Hmm. Um, I, I, the, you know, the extreme reverb on the drums has always bothered me. And this, to me, the remix just brought it out even more. <laughs> and I just, I don't know what it was. It just really bothered me. I just thought that the drums were just even more, like mm. almost sounded out of sync to me. Um, so that was probably the one song I didn't really. Did I, I did, like. you know, I made a note of this. And I wasn't going to mention it. I, I said it in my YouTube review, but the look at me didn't. I was disappointed on the regular album or re remix. I don't know what it was, you know. Uh, I don't know if it was the phasing vocal. It was. It was. Mm -hmm. There's a something going on under there hmm. that it, it was a little too prominent on this mm -hmm. to me. But it's all so it's so subjective. Yeah, you hear exactly. things. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? You know, it's yeah. your own ears. <laughs> it just didn't. That though, I didn't like whatever whatever that was was a distortion or a. It says a. Yeah, when you get a set vocal. like this, you kind of almost, that's what you're almost kind of almost, you're over expecting it. Yeah. Like, okay, what mm. am I going to hear that I never heard before? It's like, I remember when I went to go see, uh, they, they, um, they not remastered, but they uh, cleaned up the Godfather, uh, like mm -hmm. a couple of years, 20 years ago, whatever. And they just, you know, remastered it or whatever. And I'm going there and I'm watching and I'm like, looking at it with like a new set of eyes. They're like, oh my God, that's a new scene. Oh my God, that's it. But it really wasn't, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. just, they, no. they did such a well job with it. You're, you're kind mm -hmm. of, your brain is fooling you into tr or tricking you into thinking you're, you know, seeing something new when you're really not. But um, yeah, yep. But, uh, but yeah, but then when I, when I heard some well, 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 they had some of the mix, you know, the, the takes on without all that, you know, the reverb and mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, this is, I like <laughs> this better. This is great. Wish they'd done that to begin with, but you know that's just that's just my uh, my opinion. But uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, you know this this whole set. It, we, when you were talking about the uh, the studio chatter and the jams and that kind of stuff, I, I just thought that stuff was great too because it it gave a fuller picture of what these sessions were like. Because you know before this, I mean, I remember when I first heard this album. You know, I just thought, God, these sessions must have been just so intense and, and you know, and you just see <laughs> but, with, with this that, no, I mean, you know, they had fun too. And, and, and John, in fact, I mean, sounds like, you know, these were very positive sessions. I mean, he was excited about it. You know, he was excited about this statement he was making. And even though these were, you know, these were very emotionally intense songs, obviously, um, but but I think this was kind of artistic liberation for him, and, mm. and you can hear it in these sessions, and it's it's a really a, a pleasure to hear, you know. So I think this this set presents a more accurate picture, you know, of of what yeah. the recording sessions were like, you know, a, a full you know, three sixty degree picture, and it's great. 
And not only that, but there's all the fun that he was having during the jams mm-hmm. with all the 50s rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. At the same time. Going back to his roots. Yeah. 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 Imagine doing something like Mother and then you're going to do a Carl Perkins song. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> You know, it's the kind of opposite extremes there, you know. Yeah, right. yeah. well, and in, in one of the takes, he even at the beginning, he, he was like, oh, I'd like to dedicate this to all the mothers out there. You know? <laughs> he goes into like, the, you know, really depressing. Yeah. Like, wow, you know, I mean, talk about switching gears. Right. There's, there's also some good conversation with, well, with Ringo, too, feedback, but I can't remember. It must have been an evolution. So I can't find the notes on that. Uh, when Ringo was discussing things here and there with John, I think it's in the evolutions mm. disc. I don't have it. Uh, oh, is it? Oh, evolution mixes. Uh, mother. John discussing with Ringo about wanting to put the church bells on in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And okay. John, Ringo, and Klaus. You know, trying to nail the song down, mm-hmm. and and his and this playful swearing and 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 cut frustrated cussing through it, too, which is uh, yeah. you know interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as I said, it really presents a full picture yeah. of what the sessions were like. I mean, it really makes you feel like you're there. And I, I forgot about the evolution uh, mixes. Uh, work during working class hero. John says well, we'll have to do it like Blackbird. Yeah. And uh... <laughs> yeah. Tom Brennan mentioned that in the comments earlier. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's the notes I was looking for before. Yeah. Can you just say the one yeah. thing that kind of like little bothers me about the set, and I should have mentioned this earlier, but you know, when you get to the to the Blu-ray folder, you'll notice that the Blu-rays are in their own little separate. I can't separate little packet folder here Mm -hmm. i wish they would have done the same thing with the cds because cds you know they're just as fragile as you know as blu-rays so i mean i would just love in the future to see them i mean this this scratches it just as just as much as you know Mm -hmm. anything else would you know would scratch it i mean but um i mean just just one little thing that i I think that they could approve on with these sets yeah that's good to have you know a little you know, quibbles in with the phrase too. Constructive criticism, yeah. but overall, I mean, we're happy. Like I would, I dare say, oh, we are. Right? Oh yeah, I'm happy with you. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have like one major criticism to make. Okay, which is that, um, and in fact, I think one of the engineers pointed out that I found out, and well, 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 we're pretty much, you know, finished as songs and arrangements, and I kind of feel the same way about Working Class Hero. When you listen disc after disc after disc, you don't hear that big a difference in those three songs. And I guarantee you that if somebody played to me a version of I Found Out and didn't tell me which disc it was on, I couldn't tell you, Mm. you know, and that's, uh, as I said in in my other podcast show, that's not the fault of the engineers. It's just that, you know, the songs are pretty much finished. Almost every version of Working Class Hero sounds pretty much identical. Right. Yeah, you know, I agree. which tells you that John knew what he wanted from the right. very beginning. Yep. So um, you'll learn that in the process. Mm-hmm. But the one thing, the biggest lesson I've learned in listening to this box set, I was really shocked at how much could be done with these songs when you've only got, like I said before, a bass player, a guitarist right. and drums and piano. How much can you play around with all this? And sometimes when all you do is remove the reverb, like you said, Mm -hmm. Joe, on Instant Karma, you know, it makes a big difference. Mm. Take a song where you're used to hearing John's voice double-tracked and it's single-tracked on Look At Me. It makes a difference. 
Yeah. When you remove one song, uh, uh, when you remove one instrument, like remember the evolution mix and you're hearing just the, the bass and the drums, it has a completely different feel. There's so much that they did. They took it as far as you can possibly go. I think there's a version of Look at Me with four, four vocals on it. I think, it sounded somewhere. like that. Well, see, and that's the cool thing about the book, Ken, too, is when they go into the songs, you know, underneath the the box, you know, they show what's what's going on on each t on on each um, on each take, right? You know, you know, like an eight track. If it's they record it on an eight track, they show you exactly what's. So then that way you kind of get a sense of what they are playing around with. Yeah. You know? So. I yeah. That was but even still, I mean, there's so many different experiences you can have from from listening to all these discs. But if you listen right. to it all at once, mm -hmm. it can be a blur. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's yeah. true. Yeah. You really, yeah. really got to separate. I know that. I know that. You almost, yeah. like, you, you almost need to listen to one disc per day, in a way. That's, you know, maybe yeah. maybe listen to the one disc a couple times, let it all sink in, and then, you know, move on to the next disc. You know, the yeah. first day. Yeah. Get a new set of ears mm -hmm. for it. Mm. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, really, the the main quibble i i have well well partially what you said ken is yeah i mean the working class here i couldn't believe the different versions how like they were virtually identical every yeah. time i mean it's I interesting they included take uh, john's favorite take take nine which mm -hmm. was the one they wound up using but he had forgotten a verse yeah uh, when they've tortured right. and scared you for 20 odd years yeah. then they expect mm -hmm. you to pick a career mm -hmm. uh so they tried re-recording it, but he liked nine the best still. Yeah. So he just added the new the verse where he where it was missing, where he forgot to sing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was interesting. And uh, there's the version of it. There's the version of it. I guess the way it was with the missing verse. Too. Yeah. More yep. on the album, but it's missing the verse. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but the other thing was, I was amazed that they kind of buried the demos you know on on the disc with the jams i mean they just kind of mm. stuck them at the end like gee i mean the, the, i think the demos are a lot more important than that it i mean should they have been yeah. like this too you know if yeah. you do, like the evolution of those the sessions like you were mentioning yes uh, exactly yeah. they should have been there because you I would mean, think what demos are usually the first thing that they work on right in yeah the yep. recording set you know in the recording exactly of a, of why weren't they there i mean i i was just amazed they were buried i thought the same know? thing too yeah yeah mm. they should have been way more prominently placed i mean absolutely but mm. uh but other than that it, it was <laughs> <you know. laughs> no, yeah. Look, no, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm looking at here at, at Love. We were talking about this before. It says, uh, if, uh, on the evolution, it's got a full band, right? And John on mm -hmm. piano, accompanied by Pil Billy Preston on the second piano. It says mm -hmm. in my notes, so wow, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, oh, you yeah. can hear you Phil Spector evaluating the song, yeah. Yeah, you was can hear a, two different piano bits, yeah. Was there a version of, was it Love or Look at Me with drums? I mean, there was one, I thought. <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of stuff you're drinking, folks. No, well, hold Trigger. on. There was one version because there was where, one where that Ringo's I just... working out something kind of Latin-esque, right. and it didn't yeah. work. Yeah, and they were, yeah. yeah, and I thought, good good that they ditched the drums. <laughs> yeah. That was a good call. <laughs> but but again that's just fascinating you know how you hear them trying like nope that didn't work okay let's try that and then there was another one where john and and uh ringo were talking about the tempo or they were you know they were working out and then you know john would be mm. like that tempo's too fast and let's you know and they started debating about that fascinating 
right. yeah. Really yeah, is. that one part in isolation, I don't expect you to understand. They had to keep working on that. That seemed yeah. to be one that needed the most work in the song, mm -hmm. so. But, yep. but, but Ken, to your point earlier about what you were saying about he knew what he wanted for this album, it, it seemed like it holds for the pretty much the whole album, even though he started with guitar or acoustic guitar mm. on this on what love and and God. I mean, they were it was still in the same key, though, was it not? And mother. Yeah. I, yeah and mother. Yeah, you know, I think so. so I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, whether it was piano or, or guitar, I mean, it was still pretty much there wasn't a lot of evolution with this album for, for the songs. Mm hmm. Uh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. But even still, by making these slight adjustments in the mix, mm -hmm. <laughs> you hear, you know, you get a different experience sometimes right. with some of the same songs. Mm -hmm. But imagine, no pun intended, with the other <laughs> albums, you know, Mind Games, Walls and Bridges, when you've got full bands and you've right. got, you know, orchestras and horns More to work and all with. that, what you could do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, well, they did that with Imagine, mm -hmm. you know? And and let's hope so well, we get so. the other albums like this, folks. Uh, if you're listening out there, uh, Sean, Yoko, let's have, give, let's have them all. A dream dream track from Walls and Britain or Mind Games would be uh, I Know, I Know with John's vocals and the steel pedal guitar only. There you <laughs> <That was go. laughs> I would just love just to just to hear that. You know? Walls and Bridges. Walls and, walls and Bridges. bridges mm. Walls and Bridges. Mind Games. Mind Games. Mind Games. Mind Games. Mind games. <laughs> Sometime in New York Steel City. Guitar on, on you are here. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's great. Oh, there, there's actually one mistake that I found in the book. Oh, I heard oh. there's a couple. There's a yeah, mistake. I heard there were some. I think there's oh, more okay. than one mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Yes, I found that um, Glad All Over, mm -hmm. which is the, the song that they got from Carl Perkins. Though Carl Perkins didn't write Glad All Over. Mm -hmm. They listed the songwriters as being Dave Clark. And Mike Smith, no, oh. confusing that with the Dave Clark Five's "Glad All Over." Oh no! Yeah, oops. If you look, oops. I didn't, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Mm. Oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, so right. get rid of the box sets now. <laughs> yeah, all right, everybody. No, 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 Not no. saying that. <laughs> <laughs> what a great job. <laughs> okay. Other than that. <laughs> trying to think of a honeymooners reference i can't come up with one. <laughs> oh no that's what? impossible i'm did shocked we, did we yeah. stump you <laughs> i know uh, gary wilbur is going to be disappointed he's yeah really oh no you're letting him down sorry free tonight <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's see. Let's hope it comes up in the next five minutes or, or ten minutes. So, are there any comments? Uh, anybody uh, from I know let's poor kids got a monitor. Okay, let me. Uh, let's see. I'm looking here. Um, let's see. Okay, it's the only one that could read the comments. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm sorry. Know. I'm just scrolling. I'm, on I'm my sorry. I put you on the here. spot there. Oh no, no, that's okay. Um, I'm just, I'm just uh, scrolling. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> Why the Munsters T-shirt? Mm -hmm. Um, I was looking for stuff. It's no reason. <laughs> um, uh, Mark P, our good friend Mark P. I yeah. wonder if we'll get the raw studio mixes on Record Store Day like we did with the Imagine release. Mm. Hmm. 
Good mm. question. Right. That'd be great. I would love that. That um, was that was a good release. I I enjoyed that record. Yep. Oh, and Marcus Thompson points out that uh, yeah, that's true. With we're when we were talking about lyric changes uh, on God on an earlier version of of mm. God that he instead of saying Zimmerman, he said Dylan. Dylan right. Right. Yeah, which he should yeah. have used because he says in in the Rolling Stone interview, he says, "Why do you call him Zimmerman or something?" Uh, he says because Dylan's BS. You know, he says right. Zimmerman is his name. Well, all the more reason to say I don't believe in Dylan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Uh, yeah, so I, I was glad you pointed that out. Uh, and then uh, Tom Brennan, I, I alluded to this earlier, but he uh, yeah, he said, I'm working class hero. John debated whether to play it with his thumb or with a pick and then and mentions Blackbird. So, yeah, so yeah, I forgot he yeah. mentioned, yeah, that... Uh, uh let's see um he also says the i found out elements mix is really fun with the congas and the extended yes. mix that goes all the way to the end of a take including then jamming uh them yeah. jamming gone 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 and my baby left me yeah, yeah. right oh yeah. and oh go ahead no it's, it's great that the there's two uh well there's the call perkins song gone 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 yep. which you know a lot of people may not know the name of the song but call perkins did it in his uh, TV special with George and everybody else. Yeah, that's okay. that's a highlight. I think, I think there's a longer version of Well, Well, Well with them jamming, which is also great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I like have six, one here, some six. maniacal Ringo drumming. I wrote down Well, Well, Well. Yeah. Maniacal Ringo mm -hmm. drumming. Yep. Yeah, he, he does go off. Oh, how about uh, that? Just uh, this has nothing to do with that, but the, uh, the, the Elvis parody. John was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. It's he cute to listen to once. I don't know if I can listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't listen to it repeatedly. Yeah, I wasn't like, that that it, knocked out by those jams. I don't know why. I'm not a big jam person anyway. Uh, I usually, I still have never listened to Apple record jam? three of All Things Must Pass. Apple Jam, yeah. Oh yeah, some I fan I am. <laughs> I listened to that once in a while, but yeah, um, yeah when they're not complete versions of songs yeah they if break it's just down. like 20 seconds and, and, no and especially when he does it you, you notice john had a lot of difficulty remembering lyrics to mm -hmm. almost every oh, song yeah, I noticed that. On, on that disc and um it's really frustrating when he's trying to do uh you'll never walk alone he's just <laughs> laughing his way through yeah, exactly. you know well that's one of the first things two, you know that, that when paul first saw john singing live that day uh, that's what he, he was talking about, the Dell Vikings uh, singing the wrong words oh, to come go with me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Marcus Thompson points out, uh, which is true, John's guitar playing was great also. This box set hi just highlights his underrated guitar playing. This is, well, that's a good yeah, point. I mean, as, as a rhythm guitarist, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see, it's uh, Mark uh, Zuckoff says, it's interesting that on songs like Isolation, John sang separate double track vocals in the Beatles he supposedly preferred the use of ADT uh, artificial double tracking so that he only had to sing once okay mm. interesting that's it because he did, does try a lot of different things here where he usually just likes to get it get in and out you know get it get it over with exactly right. yeah which is another thing you hear so much about how John liked to work quickly right and he yeah. went more for feel than everything yeah. else and then you see mother take 68 or whatever so it's like 
<laughs> you put a lot of time into this, even if they're not complete picks. Exactly. Yeah. Well, again, you know, this this was clearly a very. Imp- I mean, not that the other albums weren't important, but this was yeah. a very important project to him. I mean, this yeah. was this was his you know debut. I mean, yeah, he. I know he had you know the wedding album and life uh-huh. of the lions all, yeah. but this was his you know real debut as a solo yeah. artist and and his in a very personal statement. Yep. There's a bootleg I have of him doing just about every take of love. Mm. And there, wow. it's all on acoustic guitar, but it's a lot of takes. Yep. Now, whatever, even Walls it's, and Bridges stuff, there's a lot of yeah. whatever gets you through the night. Uh-huh. There's a lot of those. Yeah. Well, so it's not like point. everything was all done quickly. No. Yeah, mm. yeah it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> Hold on. We had a pretty good crew. And now we're ready to wrap it up. Unless anybody has any last-minute thoughts. Uh. Um, great set. Uh, I hope the series continues. Um, I think this was my favorite so far of the three. And um, yeah. yeah, I thought it was a great, uh, great release. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. haven't picked it up, pick it up. Yep. Pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah. All right. I would like to just um, throw out to our audience because I have to a b everything, but mm-hmm. I want to know if there's any duplication of things that were on this box set that had already come out. Now I know that lost John, the first take of that was on the John Lennon anthology box set and the demo, the acoustic guitar demo of cold Turkey was on John Lennon acoustic. It sounds exactly the same as that one, but you know, I'm not sure about some of the other ones, but I have heard that like the, um, the version of I found out which is faster with John on acoustic guitar and it's amplified mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out if that was on the anthology I haven't checked everything yet mm-hmm. it'd be nice if there would be a resource for that so I've seen that online I've seen them where they say you know it says new 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 or whatever yeah, right, right yeah I don't remember where now but yeah uh, and, uh, uh, our friend uh, the wog blog guy Roger Stormo I think oh yeah uh, does okay. that from, from these sets for these sets all right yeah I'd like to look out. that up too because some of them I too I'm like I've heard this you know <laughs> yeah I've heard this before plus the lost Lennon tapes if you listen to the series or oh, yeah. legs you know a lot yeah. of the the jams there I heard, mm-hmm. you know, on the Lost Letter tapes. It'll yep. be me, stuff like that, Honey Dog. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So, folks, uh, let's see. Well, we're ready to, uh, I don't know, give our uh, plans and what we're doing and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I guess let me get me myself out of the way. You know, for me, Mister Mayo. Uh, look at my channel on YouTube, Mean Mr. Mayo, where I do videos. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Um, there's some fun stuff coming up. And I also have a show that uh, I'm doing called Fab Gab. And I keep saying so far, it's pretty much just uh, rankings. We're just taking all the Beatles albums in chronological order. We'll eventually do the solo albums in chronological order. Well, it's going to be take years to do. But... <laughs> Eventually, we're going to be throwing other subjects. I promise that. You know, we're going to, it's not just going to be ranking shows. We're going to talk about other topics and things like that. And uh, I know uh, Tom has been on uh, the show, Fab Gab. You can find this, by the way, on my right on my YouTube channel, Fab Gab. And Kit's been on. And Ken is going to be on. And, In uh, June. In June. Uh, yeah, things are working out. Because uh, I've, mm. I've been putting it, I've been putting, 
putting it off. I was going to do the White Album next, which is the whole thing. Not just how do you rank the tracks? <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> well, it's easy, it's easy to start with the four least or so, but the mm -hmm. three or four least. But uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. But <laughs> it, it stimulates conversation about the songs, if nothing else. Uh, yeah. So, but I've been putting it off because it was Mother's Day. I didn't want to do it then, and uh, I've got plans with Matthew Street, my co-host, that uh, we have to do things this coming Sunday. So it's going to be a, a while, but it'll all work out. Anyway, that's me done. Kate, why don't you tell tell everybody about where to find us and all that kind of jazz? Absolutely. You can find us, um, of course, on our Facebook page where you are right now. Um, if you're not uh, watching us on there, uh, you can just uh, look up Talk More Talk, a solo Be um, Beatles video cast. You can find us on our website at talkmoretalk.com. You can find us on Twitter at uh, talkmoretalk1, the number one. Uh, you can email us at talkmoretalk.com solo talk at gmail.com uh we'd love to hear your feedback uh, if there are any topics that uh you'd like us to consider we'd love to hear uh, your ideas and uh you can also uh of course see us on youtube and please subscribe to our channel uh while you're there and tell tell all your friends to subscribe as well and you can hear the audio version of this podcast or video cast on any podcasting platform you can think of we're pretty much ev <laughs> everywhere so uh so you can uh find all around well all, <laughs> all around all around <laughs> oh god here's the honeymooners yeah. oh, i knew yeah. i knew we couldn't escape and oh. <laughs> um and as far as uh i go um uh, we'll have some uh, stuff coming up uh in july uh, I'm going to be giving part two of my Motown lecture at the same library, uh, the Avalon uh, Free Public Library, and it's going to be online, just like before, and it's going to be about Motown in the 70s. So uh, I'll give you more details um, as time gets closer. Uh, I'm also going to be giving uh, two more of the, uh, or co-hosting two more of the record, uh, Tuesday Record Club um sessions with ken womack i'm going to be doing band on the run you two are like peas and carrots that's know? right <laughs> yeah you can't peas in a pod you know what that He's is it's laurel and hardy we're branching out and so so i'm going to be doing band on the run and prince's sign of the times so that's that's oh, going to be a lot of fun yeah so we're so i'll let you know details of that as as uh, time goes on and uh so uh, so yeah so there's going to be stuff coming up and i'll let you know uh, uh when time gets closer so i think that's it otherwise of course you can always find me on facebook and uh uh, and I have some reviews coming up as well. So uh, so I'll post those as soon as they go up. How about Tom? What's going on? Well, um, we, we, you know, two legs, we had a little bit of a, of a break, which was, which was nice. Uh, we're getting the wheels uh, moving here again. We recorded a show on uh, McGear last night with uh, Tony Treguardo. We're going to be uh, returning with ranking the tracks this Wednesday, the 12th, where we're going to be ranking the tracks on Memory Almost Full, which was no easy task. Uh, let me tell you that. Um, myself. Um, Except for I, the least. 
Except for the least, <laughs> except for the least. Myself, uh, during the, our, our little two-leg break, I did a, a guest spot on the Ringo Rama podcast, which uh, the brand yeah. new the brand, brand new Ringo podcast, which you can find on YouTube. So that's Ringo Rama. Please check it out and subscribe to his channel. Um, it's just great to finally hear somebody talk about Ringo. It doesn't matter the age, you know, and uh, it doesn't <laughs> just it's I, just I great. like I always talk about Ringo. Yeah, well, I mean, just to have a known show, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously you got Ringo plastered behind you, you know. You know, so we, we got, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I get you. I, I hear you, though. I hear you. So check that out, and uh, obviously we're we got a lot of. Uh, Great things uh, coming out. So please check out our YouTube channel, Two Legs, a Paul McCartney podcast. Please subscribe to that and Talk More Talk and Joe Mayo and Ken Michaels Radio. And just check us all out. Please subscribe. And um, and yeah, can't wait to uh, talk McCartney with you guys. So And uh, yeah, now, and now for Ken, you're on the air. <laughs> well, as you can tell, Joe, with Tom, the wheels are turning. Right. <laughs> the wheels are turning at all at times. At all times. <laughs> And as I said before in this show, you have a Ringo podcast, you can have a Monopoly on it. Yeah. So uh, very smart to have that Ringo Rama brand new podcast show. And we're going to find the youngest podcasters (laughs) (laughs) and have them on this show. I've already started having some of them on my. Yep. Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. So um, if any of you would like to email me directly, my address is everylittlething at att.net. On my other podcast show, Things We Said Today, we just did a show on the Plastic on All Band box set. <laughs> so you can hear what Alan Cozen and Darren DeVivo, but we did it first. Oh. <laughs> we did it. Um, so that's on iTunes and it's also on podbean.com. And we also have our YouTube channel. So please subscribe to that. And speaking of YouTube channels, there's my own, which is Ken Michaels Radio. I just had that young phenom on my show ethan alexanian <laughs> and we did um a number nine dream show on paul mccartney i'm probably going to do one very soon with tom possibly this week a number nine dream show yeah. on ringo yeah okay. um, so uh yeah and we got Al Sussman, we got tom we got ethan mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and kid Mm-hmm. Kit. He was one of my first guests. Yep. You'll be on. Um, I, I haven't gotten Darren on. I haven't gotten Alan on. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So he's on my YouTube channel. If you can, please subscribe. We got John Montana recently talking about Paul as a bassist. And um, and John is also on that brand new uh Ram on tribute CD yep. from the Ram album. Speaking of which, with things we said today, our next show. Next week, we'll be covering Ram, talking about right. the Ram album and nice. the Ram on tribute as well for its 50th anniversary. Mm. And uh, so I think that's it. Oh, of course, there's my website, KenMichaelsRadio.com. Make sure you check out all the audio interviews. There's plenty of them uh, throughout many of the pages on the website that I've done through several decades of doing interviews. It's right there on the website, plus my uh, Beatles trivia and games page. There'll be a new game or trivia question tonight before midnight i promise you now that i've said it i've got to do it you got to do it yeah i gotta do it now (laughs) so you can win one of 10 prizes every single week including kit's book the classic Mm -hmm. songs who are singing you can win that on my website um as well as and uh also uh the mccartney three album a lot of great stuff wings over america 
Jerry Hammock's new book on the Beatles. And yes, there you go. So you you have a tote bag too. Yep. Yeah, I got mine back there. Yeah, See? there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe's even modeling it. Wow. I'm toting, I'm toting it. I'm gonna tote yeah, my stuff around. It. Yep, there you go. So uh um, fit your you, you, you can fit the book right in there, Phantom and the put, Beatles. Yep, you can yep, you can fit it you, right in. It's perfect. <laughs> and you can fit songs you were singing in, in the Michael Jackson book in there. Exactly. Too. It's I've it's tried the perfect it. size. You know, and as she keeps on putting out more books, the tote bag's just gonna have to get bigger. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I'm just gonna have to get another one. <laughs> And a big thank you to everyone that subscribed to my YouTube page, Ken Michaels Radio. Thanks to all of you and those of you that haven't, please do so. Yep. And Tom, was oh, Tom frozen? Tom's frozen. Looks oh, like Tom's it. frozen. Tom, oh, you're not anymore. Tom, didn't back. you want to say oh. something? Yep. Too. Oh, oh, oh he's gone. Oh, no. He doesn't want to say anything. Oh, oh he's no. coming back, I'm sure. I think uh, well, Tom wanted to promote one more thing or a yep. person, I thought. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to mention something. So maybe while I'm talking, he'll come back on. I was going to be sure to say thank you again to Beetle Ed, who yep. runs our show on Fab Four Radio and uh, runs many of our individual shows as well. So wanted to give a shout out to him. You can catch our show also on fab4radio.com. Oh, Tom's coming back. Okay. So, uh, so be sure to check us out on there. And uh, thanks again uh, to, uh, to Beetle Ed, who uh, runs our uh, Talk More Talk show on his radio uh, program. And there is Tom. All right. So let's say hey, you're back. Yeah, sorry about that, but I, I'm when you guys are when you're done, I just also want to give a shout out to somebody as well. Yes, so, yeah, go right ahead. All right, well, I just want to give a shout out to our our friend Scott O'Rourke, who is a DJ and he has his own uh, show on WSB. And this this I think it's the 27th of May. He's doing a tribute to to Ram, and you can check it out. Uh, check that out. And um, you know, he's a, he's been a listener of ours for a while now. And um, I don't know that my laptop is broken down i'm on my phone and i don't have all the information <laughs> so so i'm sorry about that scott but uh hopefully you can also um we'll, we'll type in the information here on talk more talk in the two legs facebook page yep. so just be aware that he is going to be doing a tribute to ram on w uh usb and uh and and check it out all right mm. all right well that's about it then huh folks Yep. Thanks for watching, everybody. And uh, remember, you got to hold on because when you're one, really one, we get things done like they've never been done. So hold on. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Yep.